The scripture of the day comes from John 16, verses 12 through 15. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Amen. be seated. The last few weeks, the last weeks of the Easter season, our church calendar and the church calendar have been filled with wonderful celebrations. On May 22nd, we celebrated our graduating seniors as they marked that special milestone and they prepare to move on to a new stage in their lives. On May 29th, we celebrated the Ascension of Christ, and we also remembered the sacrifices of the men and women who gave their lives in service to this country. Last Sunday, we celebrated Pentecost, finding when we gathered for worship what had been Easter white now was this vibrant red, symbolic of the Holy Spirit. In the 11 o'clock service, we also celebrated four young adults who made their personal statements of faith in confirmation. During all of these weeks that I've highlighted, our sermons have been presented under the series title, Leveling Up. As someone who grew up in the days of Atari and Nintendo, someone who spent as much time playing Pac-Man as roller skating at the roller rink, someone who is now the mother to an avid 22-year-old gamer, the words leveling up bring to my mind video and computer games. Leveling up in gaming terms is when a character in a game reaches a new level. Usually after successfully completing tasks, which earn them what is known in gaming mechanics as experience points. Leveling up is a perfect image for the scriptures we have been digging into and for the celebrations we have been sharing in these last few weeks. Graduation is a personal leveling up for those who have reached that milestone. The ascension is a reminder of the leveling up we as Christians are called to as we are put on a mission from the one who sits on the heavenly throne. And Pentecost is a celebration of the leveling up of believers who received and still receive today the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, as I started to prepare for this week and as I thought about the imagery of these words leveling up, 
I have to admit, I went down a real gaming rabbit hole. <laughs> I thought about how gaming often has power-ups available that help the character make it through all of those levels. Power-ups give the characters temporary enhanced ability like speed or other benefits like invincibility. And they're often obtained by touching some randomly placed object, not through any particular skill of the player. And some role-playing games have permanent power-ups called perks, which are earned through various character achievements. And you'll be glad to know that at this point in my mental wild goose chase, I decided that I needed to focus on the task at hand. Or you would all be listening to me explain game mechanics this morning instead of hearing about the scripture. That said, just remember those ideas of leveling up, power-ups, and perks. Now, as I mentioned last week, the altar and the pulpit and the lectern were adorned in red. You still see touches of red here in the sanctuary this morning, but the pyramids are back to white because we are celebrating another festival day on the church calendar, Trinity Sunday. Now, Trinity Sunday may not be as obviously festive as days like Easter and Christmas, but it is indeed a day worthy of this festal white. The Holy Trinity, as mysterious and elusive as it is for any who try to explain it or even simply try to understand it, is at the very core of what we believe as Christians. Our creeds declare it, as we have already heard and said today. Baptisms are performed in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And later this morning, I want you to listen to how our communion liturgy proclaims the mystery of the Trinity as well. Looking at today's text from the 16th chapter of John, we see that it is clearly a good text for Trinity Sunday as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are all present and accounted for. In truth, though, this text feels like a beautiful continuation of the ideas of Pentecost, as in this text, we find the role of the Spirit explained, underscored, and highlighted. Jesus is speaking here to the disciples in the upper room following the Passover meal, which was to be his last supper. Jesus knows that he is about to leave his followers. They, who have become accustomed to his guidance and who are also still very misguided about what Jesus' future on earth holds, they will be left to carry on the mission that Jesus has started. The future for them is very uncertain. There is no way for Jesus to prepare them for what is to come, to give them all of the answers for the questions they will have, to fully equip them for the task that will become wholly theirs in a matter of days. They will have a powerful story to tell, but they will face dangers and obstacles when they tell it. They will have words that are life-changing, but those words will become personally life-threatening. 
And many, many years from that night when Jesus sat with his disciples, we are here carrying that same story into the world. A world that is vastly different from the world as it was on that night. A world that is vastly different even from the world as it was when each one of us was born. A world that continues to change and morph with each year, month, week, day, and even hour. So what was Jesus to do for those who were with him that night? What was he to do for those who, by the sounds of, this opening, of the opening of this passage, were likely getting a little tired and a little glassy-eyed, trying to keep up with Jesus and everything he had been saying to them that night? And what has he done for us that are with him today? What has he done for those of us who are also tired and weary of the storms and troubles of this world? Those of us who are doing our very best to listen to what Jesus has to say in a world that it is so loud, it threatens to drown out his voice. What Jesus did for them and does for us today is give us the spirit of truth. This spirit of truth, the text points out, glorifies God, not individuals, not earthly things. The gift of the spirit of truth then is a gift to us, not a gift to the singular me or you. And this truth that the spirit gives is about Jesus himself, about Jesus's teachings and Jesus's ways. The spirit of truth residing in a community of believers allows that community to continue to hear the truth of Jesus, to discern it and to interpret it for every new day and every new circumstance. The truth of Jesus is not new. The truth of Jesus is eternal. But the truth of Jesus is experienced in new ways in believers through the Spirit, which takes Jesus' eternal truth and declares it to us in the situations and circumstances in which we find ourselves today. The Spirit of truth is how God's Word and Jesus as Word made flesh stay alive, addressing today's hard questions, speaking bold truths, challenging ever-present injustices. The spirit of truth is how God's heart and Jesus's ministry stays alive in the world today, allowing us to meet new challenges, heal new wounds, bring new hope. The gift of the Spirit is, in short, much more than a leveling up of the body of Christ gained after obtaining experience points. It is more than a temporary power-up that we stumble on by chance and lose almost as soon as we begin to enjoy it. The gift of the Spirit is a permanent perk, 
available to us, especially when we gather together to grapple with the challenges of the world and work to solve them as Jesus would have us do. Trinity Sunday brings us indeed a wonderful opportunity to pull out the white pyramids once more as we celebrate the ultimate perk of being a follower of Christ. The blessing of being invited into community with and by and for our triune God. May we work with each other side by side doing the work of Jesus in this world. May we together seek the eternal truth made fresh each day by the Holy Spirit. And may all we ever do and all we ever say be for the glory of God. Let us pray. Merciful Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for the mystery of you, a God in community, three in one, a mystery that is hard to explain, but we sink into it with faith. We are thankful for the different ways that we experience and understand you through the three faces of God. We ask that you would be with us through all that we go through and all that we face, that we always have your word to turn to and your spirit to help us interpret it for our challenges in this day. We ask that you would allow your spirit also to drive us forward in power and boldness to continue the ministry of Jesus in this world. Lord, thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for this day. All of this we pray in the name of our Savior, your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.